Strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. Mike, man, how are you doing? We've been I'm talking for two Pretty hours. Now. Good. <laughs> two hours of conversation. We haven't even hit record yet. That's very it's good, true. It's a good start. Well, we had a couple of pre-show coffees, uh, and then some... A couple of pre-show dumps. Yep, two rocketing uh, pre-show dumps, like a missile dropkick out of our respective b-holes. And now we are ready to record. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got rid of all that Christmas weight. <laughs> dump this morning. You just, all that uh, holiday weight is gone. So you just dropped a 205 live right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yep, speaking of going wrestle, to the bathroom, real quick. I can wrestle uh, on 205 Live now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of a toilet product. Uh, but, uh, but I was just going to say, speaking of Christmas, uh, speaking of going to the bathroom, uh, I was given some WWE swag this year in the form Ooh. of Dean Ambrose boxers. Huh. So, they're, they're a little bizarre. Uh... Because most, you know, men's underwear, you know, there's a little gap for you to, you know, put your... Your dinghy. Yeah, put your, you know, your little 204 live, you know, through the through the gap there. And uh, <laughs> these underwear don't really have that. Uh, so so I, had to, I had to urinate at, at my work. Um, do you always put your dinghy through that? I usually do. Um, wow am i the only person that doesn't do that i you I just let it whole... trickle down your leg or what's your i pull the i pull my underpants down so i can well i i didn't have a choice because these are so snug i couldn't i couldn't get myself through there um <laughs> i'm not saying it's yokozuna I... it's 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 very you know it's like a, a mid carter i'm not gonna say that it's you know a super heavyweight but it's just the design <laughs> of these underwear so I had to like walk into the like the poop stall and close the door. Yeah. And then the only way I could pee, I had to butters from South Park and just pull my pants and underwear down <laughs> to my knees so I could take a piss at work. <laughs> I was gonna say that's how I that's how I usually go. I go right up to the urinal, pants go down to my ankles, underwear down to my ankles, and I just got my little cheeks hanging out. <laughs> Lift up my shirt, just like butters. <laughs> I know. So yeah, thank you WWE for making a product that you can't fit a uh, mid card sized wiener through. Uh, really appreciate that. Ooh, that was generous. But <laughs> yeah, anything else uh, in the bathroom realm WWE related you'd like to share with us, Matt? Um, I don't. Have I don't we have think... we covered that? Have we have we finally got that blanketed? Um. <laughs> All right, Do they drop have toilet in, paper yet? Drop it. Little <laughs> Roman Reigns toilet paper. Ooh, yeah. For every, uh, for every phenomenal one you create, you just rip off another <laughs> another sheet. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, we uh, now that we've oh, they could do like a like a cane, like a fire and brimstone candle to oh to burn out all the sulfur fumes that you've created. 
Every time you pull out a square to get to hear Jim Ross, hell fire and brimstone. <laughs> well, see, this is why I'm trying to get a job with WWE so I can help them make a few more products. Yeah, yeah, more <laughs> promotional items. Yeah, to the nth degree. <laughs> um, well, we've got we've got uh, a a dual plan today. Um, what we want to do is uh, make sure you're all on the up and up on the weekly basis of Raw and SmackDown, and of course what that's going to mean for for each uh, storyline going forward. And then uh, we're we're going to be selling our case of the Royal Rumble. If if uh, you are not a huge wrestling fan, and this is this is the hope is that we want to expand our audience and uh, get get some people that are like us, uh, are, are a little nerdy. Uh, there's a few different pop culture items that I think uh, we could check off on our list. And we, we'd like to bring in bring in some more wrestling fans. Uh, I, I, I'd hate to think of it as a like, please like my sport, which is what I do every day with hockey uh, as a huge hockey fan. Uh, but this is, this is more or less uh, an opportunity for us to say, look, there's so much entertainment out there already. We know that. Uh, and, and there's people that, that deny themselves the joy that is pro wrestling because of, of these preconceived notions or maybe the idea that they had from watching it as a kid and they feel like it's, it's just, it's not for me. Uh, I, to- I, I, I totally agree. Um, uh, like I, I want that moment in that there's that Netflix television show, the, uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And there's that yeah. moment where there's the, um, soap opera actress who just doesn't get it like she takes the wrestling gig to make money and then it's not till she goes to a live show that she makes that connection and she's like it's a it's a soap opera it's a soap opera yeah. and then she's in hook line and sinker um so well, yeah I, like... I, I think to, collectively we would just want to say that a lot of people already had they walk in just saying it's fake um and they immediately turn it down and it's 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 it shouldn't be looked at like you're watching you know the NFL or the NBA, right. which which we, you can argue are also scripted. Sometimes it feels. Um, yeah. Oh, once we see the Patriots win the Super Bowl again, again, you know, well, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I really want to echo that idea. That I think we can definitely make the case that you know this there's something to enjoy for for pretty much everybody. Um, we'll try and paint that picture for the you know casual casual fans willing to give something they've never really watched a shot. Yeah, we, and I think I think we'll be covering this going up into the Rumble, uh, in which case I think the week before we'll actually get into what we think is going to happen. Uh, but even uh, going into next week, we want to continue to make those connections. Uh, why someone on the outside would want to take a look in. And so if you're if you're listening for the first time, and we're going to attempt to bring in an audience that isn't the usual hardcore wrestling fan uh, to uh, to kind of hear our plea uh so if you're listening for the first time we're gonna hope that you listen uh for the next few episodes so that uh not only are you gonna learn a little bit more about our favorite match the royal rumble uh but also get you into the wwe because i know i guarantee if you're new to wrestling or i'm i'm begging you to to come join it there is a fan out there in your group of friends that hasn't told you that they like wrestling and they have a WWE subscription, and they watch it every now and then. I guarantee you have a friend in your collection of friends that has 
has has has has I'm doing the I'm thinking of the Brian Regan joke. Have have it had uh, <laughs> has has the WWE subscription and they're considering watching the Rumble. Be a good buddy. Tell them about this show. You guys get yourself uh, get yourselves both pumped up for that match, and you're gonna sit down, you're gonna enjoy it, and you're gonna love it based on what we're gonna teach you. Uh, but let's do let's do our weekly recap, Mike, because there there were some huge stories that happened this week. Oh my um, goodness, mega stories. I, um, let's 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 say our uh, let's bid adieu first. I think uh, to Paige. Uh, this is this is sad. Uh, so I want to get the sad news out of the way. Yeah. Uh, but just real quick, uh, I just want to touch on it. It's it's very heartbreaking to have someone come back to the ring uh, that that we've we've loved. It's someone that comes in with a lot of passion and uh, enthusiasm uh, for for what she does, and uh, she does all of it well. Uh, so it's not just that she comes in loving it, because uh, I could go in there and love it, but uh, she does it all well. And uh, she had neck problems, hurt the neck again this past week. And or, I'm sorry, about a month ago, I guess. Uh, but it was this past week it was announced uh, career might be over. Yeah, um, it's it's really rough stuff. Um, just an awkward, you know, event in the ring that you know we were hoping was just a stinger, and it looks like it's a neck injury that you you probably don't want to be actively competing in the ring anymore after that. Um, really yeah. awkward moment for Sasha, who had to kind of stand off in the corner and, you know, let the doctors kind of, you know, do their work on her. Um, but Paige was a really, like, integral character um, as far as kind of moving forward the women's revolution, where it wasn't, you know, just gimmicky, you know, those god-awful, you know, pudding matches and lingerie matches. Paige yeah. legitimately wanted to kick your ass. Um, and yeah, she didn't. She, was... she didn't just do that in the ring either. She wanted to make note of it over the microphone as well. Um, so she was a real vocal leader too. You know, as far as you know, kind of you know, increasing that awareness. Like, hey, the girls want to be able to wrestle too. We don't just you know, want to do these um, embarrassingly lowbrow, um, you know, events where it's it's just about you know staring at the the women in bikinis kind of deal. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this this was part of the the start in NXT. She she really got the ball rolling. She was the one that showed up uh, with her her NXT Women's Championship, and then I think one of the one of the last Divas champions that she just came out, won the title, got the ball rolling there, and uh, it was just. I mean, it it was something where she was so legitimate that it all made sense, even though she was just coming in fresh as an nxt champion and we had no problem <laughs> giving her both titles yeah so that was... nobody had an issue with that um it's really tough because Paige is not even she's not even 30 years old and you can almost call her a lifetime wrestler because she's been doing it since she was like 12 years old yeah um it's just incredible um uh, that she's got double digit years of experience at such a young age um but i mean even if the you know in-ring um, performances will probably have to come to an end, just for her own personal safety. Um, I mean, she's so good on the microphone. She could definitely have a role like, you know, like Daniel Bryan has now in WWE, um, or even like you know Edge had for a while, or Stone Cold had for a while, 
or Kurt yeah. Angle had for a while, where those those neck injuries kind of take you out of the game, but you're so charismatic that you can still have a character presence. So she can still be making money in WWE and yeah, you know that, still that's... be helping to get you know other girls on the roster over because she's so legitimate. Yeah, that's something we've I, I think we've seen examples of too. That they they might need that for some of the the new girls to uh, flesh out the uh, the Royal Rumble. Uh, and her her presence is going to be appreciated too by the fans. Uh, the, these sometimes uh, WWE fans, wrestling fans, are pretty horrible. But I think in this situation, we would uh, we would step up to the plate, be good people. <laughs> so let, let's move on to something happier. Well, uh, just just while we're on the oh, sad no. while we're on the sad train, one more um, sad event happened this week. Oh boy. Um, Mark Henry uh, declared that he's pretty much retired. Um, he has said he's pretty much retired before. Yeah, I mean, when he did that a couple <laughs> years ago with John Cena, and he cut like the promo of his life uh, with the yeah. with the fake retirement and that those those wonderful tears going down his cheeks and you know make cracking like the funniest jokes he's he's done since like sexual chocolate where he was. He's saying, if y'all ever forget me, I, I know you won't forget this pink suit, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, uh, you know, you know, telling his, his wife and his son that he, you know, he loves them, and then telling his daughter, daddy's coming home, and then finishing it off with a flourish, because it was a fake retirement the whole time, um, and doing a world's strongest slam to Cena. Um, but in this instance, it's been much, much quieter. Um, he basically was saying just in an interview that, you know it's time he's he's in his mid 40s you know he he really is you know going to be you know backing away from um performing in ring um, yeah and we we haven't seen him for a while either i think i think he's he's taken a back he was, seat for yeah, a while he was in last year's uh, royal rumble um he, yeah. he helped put over uh braun Strowman, which was a really you know really cool spot uh for yeah. both of them and i um, think he's from he's from uh san antonio or texas area so that that was kind of like a yeah, kind of a you know a nice send one of their, off. Yeah, yeah, one of their things to do there. Um, so two you know two pretty sad events. Um, you know we you know wish Paige could have retired on her own power, um, but at least at least Henry got got lucky in that regard, and it looks like he's going to be able to do that you know in good health. And uh, nobody nobody would complain about seeing Mark Henry again on TV because he he brought us a lot of joy. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. he he'd been there since 1996. Um, you know, he's part of the Nation of Domination, um, world's strongest man. Yep, having that weird relationship with some of the older gals, uh, <laughs> giving yep. giving birth to a hand. Uh, just just some real magic from Mark Henry. He was a former heavyweight champion, never a WWE champion, uh, but he was a heavyweight champion for sure. Um, and he had some high profile matches, you know, with Rock. Um, Undertaker, Cena, um, so he he definitely had a heck of a career. Um, yeah, probably the... uh, 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 like absolutely a Hall of Famer. Um, so um, I mean, especially since you know he put Coco Beware in the Hall of Fame, but <laughs> Mark Henry yeah. definitely has more credentials than Coco Beware ever did. But um. Yeah, he'll be in there. Yeah, if there's a first ballot, it would be, like, Mark Henry would be a first ballot Hall of Famer in my eyes. I mean, uh, probably not the best time for me to say this, but interesting conversation for another day as, uh, you know, would, would 
what do you do with Paige? I think I think it's it's obvious she would go in there based on some of the other people in there. But uh, yeah, we could get into that on another day too. But I, I I guess I just wanted to throw that that cherry on top is you know the I I see it as two future Hall of Famers uh, leaving the ring then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a tough week um, in that regard, but. Yeah, let's let's talk about let's something. Let's turn it happy. around let's, a little bit. Yeah, this is really there's a lot of dead space as I it's watch really, the It's really bumming <laughs> me my, out, man. My thing tick along here. It's just like yeah. Uh, Alright. Well I'm gonna move into my first uh as we say goodbye to Paige and say goodbye to Mark. Uh, I'm gonna turn around, hop into our first hot tag question. Oh boy. So this week on Monday night raw. We had a major event involving one of our favorites, Mr. Braun. Braun Strowman. Um, the man is known for some goddamn amazing physical feats. Um, he is... First of all, he actually has victories over Roman Reigns, which is a victory in itself. My God, nobody ever gets to beat that guy. Um, <laughs> he has toppled an ambulance and knocked it onto its side. Unbelievable. Uh, and as, this as week, we've learned before, that Roman is the anointed one as well. He if sure is. Listening, if you're a longtime Brothers of Discussion listener. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's toppled an anointed one. He's knocked over a an ambulance. My God, with his own powerlifting strength. This week, he pulled down a steel support for the Titan Tron um, that carries the, the screen. You know, it, it's... Carries the the lights, the the sound structure for WWE traveling events. He pulled that down with a grappling hook, like Batman. He threw in one throw, <laughs> in one throw, he threw a grappling hook up onto this structure and then pulled it down onto Brock Lesnar and Kane. And they're now there. They should both be dead, but somehow they'll be back for next week. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so my hot tag question is: Now that Braun has toppled Roman Reigns, an ambulance, and a Titantron. What's next for Braun? What what is he going to destroy next? Uh well, I mean, I think the realist there's two there's there's definitely two answers. The realistic answer answer is is Kane is is really going to get crushed at the Royal Rumble because they're not going to kill Brock, but Braun is going to murder Kane after he doesn't win the championship again. So, this will be uh in light of our discussion on the Royal Rumble, it'll be kind of It'll make sense that Kane will be murdered at his favorite pay-per-view, uh, the one he performs best at. Uh, so that'll be that'll be similar to uh, the Undertaker saying goodbye at WrestleMania. We'll we'll see the last of Kane after Braun goes ballistic. Uh, so how, I want to I want to <laughs> hear a creative way though for Kane to go down because the only thing I could think of was maybe you know after an ambulance after a Titantron, the next thing I could think is if Brock and Kane are fighting in a submarine and then Braun is shot from another submarine like a missile and blows up the submarine and kills both the other superstars. I don't know what other physical feats he could do besides sinking a submarine at this point. Matt, what insane physical feat will we see from Braun Strowman next? Well, I, it, de- it definitely depends on when the, uh, the match is going to take place, so I'm hoping this is the main event after the Rumble so that he can do this. So... Brock is actually, or uh, Braun is going to put Kane through the table on the outside of the ring, okay? 
that won't be enough. No, it won't. Kane will, Kane will continue to move and struggle and kind of squirm underneath that table. So Braun is going to have to flip the other table, uh, uh, either the Spanish announced table or sometimes now it's the Italian one. Either way, that's going on top There's of never a pig Latin but table. That's... that's my issue. All right, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be enough. Braun's going to kind of walk away. He's going to see Kane still squirming, though, on the big... Uh, on his on his new favorite toy. And it is uh, it is unsettling to see a seven foot three hundred pound man squirm. But go ahead. Yes. <laughs> but his his next feat of strength, and I have a hundred percent confidence that he can do this. And this is why this has to be the last match of the night. Braun isn't going to make his way back to the uh, direction of the ring that would that would be where the tables are at. He he won't have to, because what he's going to do is pick up the ring on the complete other side. <laughs> And crush and kill <laughs> Kane as he topples, <laughs> picks up the entire ring. Uh, uh, you, you can think of it as like uh, if you've ever seen. Yeah, you know, we've already brought up Mark Henry. He's he's done the old uh, big tire exercise where you kind of you get from one end of the big tire and just keep pushing it up until you have it straight up, and then you push it right over. Yeah, that is exactly how that ring is going to kill Kane. That'll be the end of Kane. Uh, I think I think we'll see Brock Lesnar somewhere doing his little Brock Lesnar laugh as Kane gets <laughs> crushed by the ring completely. Uh, this also is going to have to take out a few fans, so don't be surprised if you're attending the Rumble this year if, uh, if the barricade's pushed further back just so that they can finally <laughs> take care of Kane. <laughs> so we'll, we'll lose two, two of our favorite... Uh, you know 90s wrestlers uh, in the same month it'll be mark henry and kane wow. go down but uh that'll be that'll be the next braun Strowman feat of strength be the end of kane <laughs> you know i think uh because you know as far this kind of comes along with that line of how to get somebody interested in wrestling um even if you you know don't really get why are these you know oily cartoon characters just kind of fake punching each other to watch the feats of strength by braun Strowman, it's just wrestling fan or not it's an incredible feat um yeah a lot of people forget the fact i mean uh, i mean i shouldn't even say forget they don't even know the acrobatics involved in this and 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 the these are really like talented athletes i mean if they if they had a passion in anything besides pro wrestling they would be successful in it but go go ahead with the feats of strength no, that's what I, that's what I mean. Um, like, cause Braun has you know done the incredible um, like suplexes to you know Big Show, who's you know he's not billed as five hundred pounds anymore. That is not a little man. Uh, that is yeah. easily you know over three hundred, probably a four hundred pound man that he just lifts over his head with ease. Um, you know we've seen the ambulance, we've seen and pulling down that Titantron was incredible, but. The accuracy with his grappling hook throw was terrifying. Like, if they ever do, um, (laughs) like, he could legitimately be Batman. Like, that's how accurate he was. Like, I could see him zipping into the ceiling. Like, that's how accurate his his throw would be. Just whoop, and then just pull himself up. Um, Well, I mean, you know, Ben Affleck is putting, he's putting down the cowl, so uh, they need a replacement. They've they've got a bald, huge beard, seven-foot replacement (laughs) (laughs) of that costume braun could probably only fit into the cape and at that it would probably only go about halfway down his back because he's such a giant scary man (laughs) um but uh 
Yeah, I, 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 I think one thing you touched on is because Kane is, you know, and we want to bring this up in his Rumble uh, story too. This, this could be his his sailing off into the sunset um, in two weeks. Yeah. Because um, he's, it doesn't look like he likely won't be in the Rumble itself. Um, but instead, Kane, my God, and is is he forty eight now? Um, he's gonna get a world title match against Brock Lesnar easily. Yeah, the most is... legitimate, you know, competitor that they've had ever. Um, you know, being yeah, a so legitimate you, you, badass you... and you know mixed martial arts and yeah, you Braun oh, Strowman. Jesus. Yeah, you could see if if Braun's not gonna kill Kane, it it'll just be Brock injuring Kane, and that'll be the end of his career. <laughs> so, I. I kind of feel like that. That's kind of how this lines up too. When you always have to make the decision who's going to fight Brock, you gotta go. Well, I mean, if Kane breaks his neck, eh, you know, he's going into politics, so <laughs> it'll, it'll all work out. Well, that's the thing with Kane. Um, look, guy, he's he hasn't really had major, you know, like uh, major injuries that are taking him out for you know, eighteen months or you know, right, year and a half. The guys guy's been so durable he's been so uh reliable um well that's because he's he's busy injuring guys that's <laughs> yeah he's a tough man to injure he's gigantic but <laughs> that's that's a good point um so i'd say i think there's there's kind of a um it's like eyebrows raised like why is this you know kind of late 40s guy getting this title match he's kind of been off the kind of been off the radar for yeah i'd say about you know a decade you know as far as being a legitimate you know world championship contender yeah, um, and, and one of the guys that we consider one of the best rumble performers of all time and having missed the last one uh and it, it just kind of he was sort of a staple he just kind of oh yeah kane's gonna come out no problem and he misses it so now when he comes back it's it's title shot and not another rumble so that's i mean that this is I, it speaks volumes and I, I, I know we're not shocking anybody right now but yeah, I think um, if if you know like the um, you know hardcore wrestling fans had their eyebrows raised for Kane, if we want to kind of segue into this, um, Kane has undeniably been the I'd say the greatest Royal Rumble performer ever. I yeah, I, I, there, I mean, there's there's names that I think that I think we want to discuss. And, I, and you know maybe even through this this discussion we could come up with a different answer um but this the royal rumble is is important to us um and, and and there's so many different things that come out of a royal rumble match but one of them is just the building of characters and and that's where we kind of we we kind of try to decipher uh and and dissect and and filter through everybody and figure out who's the best Rumble performer of all time. And, and, and we're talking about saying goodbye uh, to a couple different superstars at the beginning of the show. And now thinking about, you know, one of these guys is getting a title shot and he's 100 years old. So that means he's almost done. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're getting ready to say goodbye to, to one of the best Rumble performers of all time in Kane. Yeah. And, and I know, as you said, he's, he's the best on your list. Um, I mean, if we want to go through, you know, spoiler alert here, this, that's that's who I'm going to pick as well. And uh, I, I really do think if, if you're coming into if you're coming into the show, as we hope that we're going to get a new audience here and uh, and kind of uh, 
get people to, to buy into pro wrestling. Uh, one of the things that you, you want to look for is, in storylines in this match um, is, is a guy that, that can build his character, not even become a, a huge championship, I don't know, uh, winning, winning multiple championships over your career, doesn't matter. Right. This, this match can build you up uh, and make you a superstar. For us, uh, I know Kane was always one of our favorites growing up, and it's, it's because of his performances in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I mean, you know, titles, title belts come and go. Um, you know, they kind of, you know, switch hands depending on who needs to, you know, look legitimate. Um, yeah. And the, the real strength of a performer um, in wrestling, of a character, you know, how well it's written, is is how interested they can make somebody without, you know, necessarily, um, you know, their holding of a title. So Kane, even without a single Royal Rumble victory at the official pay-per-view, he has won. Correct. Um, you know, like ECW Rumbles. Um, I think he won, like, a, a tag team battle royal. Um even you know those those don't really count they're not the main pay-per-view that we're looking at here and you know towards the end of january um even without that 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 character has just just like the way he's affected you know the other wrestlers how they look terrified of him and um you know the the crowd is legitimately just you know they gasp when he comes out and the fireballs are coming out of the you know the pillars of the ring um yeah you're you're in you're in awe at, at this at, at his entrance is and is you know as, as much as people know the name the undertaker and you're you're in awe even just coming in you know you have a buddy that asks you to watch wrestlemania and you're like oh i remember the undertaker i mean you're in awe in there but kane is is this whole different version where the undertaker's like mysterious and like it's ominous and it, you know he has that slow plotting entrance and you've got yeah. the fireballs and stuff but kane is just this massive destruction where he's he's just plopping his way down to the ring. There there is no, you know he's he's not doing a slow walk. He is, you know, on, he's on a mission when he comes out, and he's not running either because he doesn't need to run. Yeah, I, like that's his character. Yeah, and I like that. Um, you know, it, it really looks ominous his way to the, his walk to the ring. Um, where Undertaker, you're checking your watch, like man, he's not down there yet. Uh, but with Kane, he. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the entrance where he, like, that stride is just like, oh, man, I'm going to destroy everybody in that ring. Um, and that that's that, that plays perfectly into the Royal Rumble, too. So when he comes out, if it's if it's him alone walking to the ring, he's, you know, this is me going, taking those strides to my ring. I'm going to own this. Yep. Or if that ring is littered with superstars, that stride means I'm going to, yeah, there's Kill real purpose each behind and every, those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and the other thing I really want to touch on too is like if we're gonna compare him to Undertaker, which is you know uh, a perfect side by side to kind of see the different the, like conflicting the brothers styles. of discussion. Yeah, yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Undertaker, I feel he he when he would be in the Rumble, he's a guy where he would be coming in at like 28, 29, 30. That's not really Kane's style. Um, I feel like he was usually coming in early. He'd come in about halfway through. Yeah. Um, 
And that's just a testament to, you know, he's one of the, the few big guys, um, you know, those large super heavyweights um, who's just in tremendous shape. Um, well, I, so he I don't want to make it an accusation of anybody's passion, but, I mean, there you have, to, like, we all have to accept that, you know, yes, this is scripted, but so is every other show. But the idea behind that being you have guys that are going to say, I'm not, I'm not coming in in the top ten. Like, uh, and, and we should take a step back and explain the rumble once I'm done with this, uh, for everybody new. But you know, I'm I'm not coming in in the first ten wrestlers. I'm the Undertaker, or I've got an injury, and I've got hip problems. I can't be in that ring for an hour. But Kane, Glenn Jacobs, that man will come in whenever they need him, and I mean, he just puts in, he puts in a great performance every time, even shoot even when he's eliminating guys that you know decide to quit the wwe or after he eliminates them <laughs> yeah when you have the honor of being eliminated by kane uh you know you still get yeah it, it's just at any time any whatever the situation is for him it's it's he's on board he's healthy which is is huge for a pro wrestler yeah and uh and, and he does it he does it fantastic fantastically yeah i mean to to kind of to piggyback off that too, as far as putting um, like doing your job, you know, as a wrestler, um, everybody can't be the champion, and the only way a champion is a legitimate champion is if they beat somebody formidable. And right. if you want to talk about somebody formidable who helps put over other wrestlers, I don't know how you don't include Kane as one of the best at being able to do that. Um, yeah, when it comes up to moving your way through the ranks, you're at the bottom. You got to move your way to the top. Kane, Kane is, he's at the top for longevity. He's at the top for his relationship to the Undertaker, and he's at the top for the sheer fear uh, factor of his character. Uh, I mean, as we talk about those strides too, that that's something that he comes along with no matter what match he's in. Yeah, there's been so many, you know, big goobers who've tried to, you know, fight Undertaker, the, uh, uh, you know, the Big Daddy V. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what his evil character was when Undertaker would fight, like, Giant Gonzalez. You know, they'd invent all these monsters. Um, but I think you one of the monsters... You mean Viscera? Yeah, Viscera, thank you. Um, but as far as, like, helping get Undertaker over and giving him... You know, a real formidable foe to go up against? Who's done a better job of that, you know, outside of Shawn Michaels? Who's done a better job of that than Kane? Like, making Undertaker look like a real badass. Because he's had to beat this this giant monster who's, you know, exactly like him. Roman Reign. No. Uh, <laughs> no, you're... <laughs> no, I, I mean, that's... It, it's It's funny that how how strong his character is built as and how it's always just he comes back to the ring and it's nobody he doesn't walk to the ring and the other wrestlers are like eh, this guy doesn't win titles i don't care it's still it's still the power and and the you know the, that again the sheer creation of awe just by him walking out it's it's huh it's gonna be sad to see him go but um i i i want to so i love kane uh, and and we love him in the Royal Rumble, but we if we're expecting new people to listen to this, Mike, what what is the Royal Rumble? We need to back up here because this is 
<laughs> we're, we're, we're jumping in and hoping people just accept, you know, well, Ron, SmackDown, Paige, Mark Henry, and Kane's the best ever at this match. Um, <laughs> what is the Royal Rumble? Just just real quick. I mean, we've got some, some hardcore wrestling fans that are listening, but we also have some people that, uh, shoot, I, I know we have a regular listener that does not watch uh, wrestling as often as we do. Uh, he's one of your uh, your your co-workers and buddies uh, who listens to this and gives us good reviews. Uh, but let's teach him at least what the Royal Rumble is all about. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if I can really do that. You know. Um, I don't know if I can really explain the Royal Rumble. You know. I. I know someone who can. His name is. Howard Finkel! Yay! So the Royal match! What'll happen <laughs> is that two superstars will begin the match. And then, Ooh. every 90 seconds, a new superstar will enter the ring. Eliminations occur when a superstar is tossed over the top rope and both of his feet touch the floor. The winner of the match will only be declared when all 30 superstars... And the match have entered. The winner will be declared when all 29 have been eliminated and one man is left standing in the ring. And he will be awarded a title shot at WrestleMania! Thank you, Howard. No problem. I love the brothers of discussion. (laughs) Alright, well, Our our favorite guest, Howard Fink. Thanks, Howard. We appreciate it again. He just, whenever we need him, you know, he just... He just shows he, up. He, he's just here. Yeah, he's not even calling in. He just shows up to your place. He manifests. Sits, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, so that that is a great way to at least start to, to start off the Royal Rumble discussion. Uh, and, and given the rules, it, it is that 30-man, over-the-top, uh, battle royal style. Uh, so even if you're a, a nerd and, and you just... I don't know what I want to say. If you if you know the movie Battle Royal, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. Like that's that's what it is. It's the last man standing is is the winner. You're talking Hunger Games, uh, Battle Royal, uh, or ro- is it Battle Royale? Battle Royale, yeah. Like a Royale with cheese. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's how this match works, and and you've got uh, you've got so many storylines that are going to come out of it. But um, w- you know what we're hoping for is is this is this has been our our way of staying close to wrestling uh, is the Royal Rumble. Uh, we had our falling out. Oh man, I don't know what was that? Probably two thousand, probably two thousand one when we we missed probably the greatest Rumble is when we we kind of left wrestling. Uh, and then got back in uh, close to WrestleMania 23 because it was actually in Michigan. Um, and then going, kind of still being on and off from there. Uh, we really didn't get. I think I think we liked it a back. little bit longer than you're remembering it. Um, if only because we were like Kurt Angle fans, and I remember Brock Lesnar when we were younger. Um, you know, watching his his debut year. I remember doing that. Um. But yeah, I I yeah, think we were fair. we were kind of hot and cold. You know, you're not, you know, it was is right. It wasn't John Cena's fault, but it was right after you know Stone Cold left, Rock left. Um, 
We left. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was when, you know, kind of Batista and Orton were coming out. Um, I think right around that era. So it was, that was yeah, right so, after. Um, so we, we missed we missed a lot. But, you know, then the one thing that kept us coming back was was the Rumble. And it's it's just because the the nature of this match is it's not it's not just about the winner. It's uh, it's, it's, it's it's a real like experience. It's because we've we've attended a few of these things now, um, and it's the closest I can really kind of you know equate it to is like a professional soccer event in Europe. So yeah, I made sure to add that caveat in Europe because you know in the United States. We still don't really get soccer. There's still tumbleweeds. Uh, so when you go in Europe, it's it's just just a sea of emotion, just constant chants and singing, and you know, real yeah, real crowd involvement. And the, it's an experience outside of what's actually happening on the field. Yeah, um, and that's what the Royal Rumble is. Um, so if you're in attendance, you know, you have all these opportunities to do countdowns, and there's just um, ingrained drama with these you know 10 second countdowns to who's going to be the next superstar and then the music hits and you just lose your mind because it's one of your favorite guys or you groan because it's a heel that you want to see get eliminated um yeah and there's there's ways like even if you're not even if you're not particularly a huge wrestling fan i mean we we've played games uh, we haven't played them in a while because we've attended the last uh, four or five Royal Rumbles. But uh, when we weren't going, it was an opportunity to play. You know, you've got you've got people that come to your Royal Rumble party that don't watch wrestling. So what do you do, Mike? You play a drinking game, and uh, it's it's almost uh, I I would put the uh, the equivalency to playing you know fantasy sports when you're not really into the sport. Yes, and you need a reason to cheer. Uh, these these little games. I mean, there's there's so many ways to watch the Rumble and enjoy it. Uh, but you know, you put yourself down. You're like, this is my wrestler. Uh, you know, talk talk to your friends that like wrestling Absolutely. if you're gonna be watching it at a party. Uh, you know, find out who you want to pick. Uh, it's just absolutely uh, it, like it, the the action is so fast paced. Um, yeah, it definitely feels like you're watching. You know, like um, you know, the Final Four tournament in in basketball. You know, college basketball. Like, oh my gosh, you get to pick yes. your seeds. Um, that you get to is pick your, your underdogs. Um, you know, kind of put uh, you know alcohol or you know some alcoholic beverages on the line, depending on how your your wrestler fares. I'd say the more lubed up you get, the more fun you're <laughs> gonna have. <laughs> um, and it's not that you you know don't need that to you know enhance you know to to enjoy it, but it does enhance the fun because these these yeah. it's just built in like these countdowns and the, yeah. the wildness and randomness of this match. Right. It's it's and it's not it's not anything where you you've got a you know the the story of a wrestling match. Uh, it it really is it, it's an art. Um. And it's it's a great art because it it brings a lot of emotion out of uh, a lot of different people. But you know the Royal Rumble is special because uh, it, th- there's those same those same uses of storytelling that you'll get from you know the main event of a WrestleMania match. Uh, but yeah, I, the I Royal mean, Rumble just like the Rumble really does like you t- like you touched upon. It really has something for everyone. Um, 
because you're going to get to glimpse, you know, get glimpses of like your favorite high flyers, you know, doing crazy spots, trying not to get eliminated. Um, you're going to see the heavyweights, you know, slamming each other around and just showing off their domination. And then there's just huge dramatic moments where the, you know, heavyweights, you know, are, you know, as the numbers start dwindling, you know, you're running out of spots. And so these guys are just clinging to the rope, you know, with a lot of near eliminations. Um, you know, there's those underdog stories that you're going to see where guys are yeah. starting the match from like one or two and by God, they've been fighting for, you know, 30, 40, 50 minutes, an hour, um, trying to make it to the end. You know, are they going to be able to stamina wise, just hang on and keep fighting? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's like, I know it's, it's, it's like watching the Olympics on some of this stuff. I mean, you've got, you've got the mix of you know the long distance runners you've got the gymnastics you've got the power lifting uh i don't i don't know how i mean it's it's not like i don't know what do, what do i want to say here it it's it's still it's still those things are still happening you know you know what i mean like it's not it, the 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 ending has been determined and that's that's fun right um but i mean yeah, so so is the ending of of Westworld, and and you know I'm trying to think of any, you know Breaking Bad. Like that ending was is determined. It's, uh, it's every show Guess the what? ending is is predetermined. Yeah. Oof. When you watch Star Wars, uh, Ray is not going to die. Spoiler alert. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good guys you, are probably you know... going to win. Um, <laughs> you watch a Marvel movie, guess what? Captain America and Iron Man and Hulk are not all going to get beheaded. Uh, <laughs> Batman is probably going to win. Uh, that's it's going to happen. Sorry. Right. And, and you're going to have you're going to have those moments like in uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Um, and and I think we want to play this game. I, I want to do this as, as next next week's episode. So to give you kind of a lead in or a uh, a preview. Uh, think about what Quicksilver did in Age of Ultron, um, where he's he's the sacrifice. You know, he turns uh, from evil to good, and he he makes the sacrifice and gets he gets. I'm gonna say this: he gets his character over. Where you're actually sad by the end of this movie as a character who's been introduced in this film. He's been able to get his character over to where you feel emotion when he actually goes down. Again, uh, actually, I should have thrown in a spoiler alert. If you haven't watched Age of Ultron, Quicksilver does die. So, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, though. Disney bought Fox, so the other Quick Quicksilver can be added in. No problem. <laughs> that one's much better anyway. So it's it all works. Anyways, uh, which is you know what? That's another great one. That would be another great comparison of like WCW being thrown into WWE, having Disney buy fox yep <laughs> and now they can throw in the x-men into the avengers universe oh gosh the parallels yeah why why people don't love wrestling i'll never understand but this is that's a, this it, is why it goes back we were talking about that moment watching uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling on netflix you know they, yes wrestling is everywhere you just you got to see the connection and then that'll that'll draw you in i think i think that would be a fun segment for us to start doing week by week where we'll kind of look at some you know much beloved and um you know more respected uh, you know entertainment 
uh, television shows, movies that you know, yeah. well, people will say, well, this is quality entertainment, and they'll you know turn their nose up at wrestling. I'd love to make the case for you know wrestling being evident in some of these pieces of entertainment for sure. And and uh, to give a little plug here, you know, because the WWE needs it so bad, uh, we'll give you, well, actually, we'll give you a match and and a time of that match, and you know what what you can look for, because I, I mean, shoot, you you could. You could go back now that now that they have all those uh, they they've actually cut out like sections of like promo battles between Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. I mean, how that isn't just a great story of like good versus evil, or you, you talk about the 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 antihero uh, and and what you know what that means, uh, not only not only in pro wrestling but what what that's turned into uh, in pop culture. I mean one of the highest rated critically rated comic book movies is a guy who chops people's heads off with with two swords and you know gives people the middle finger throughout the whole movie is is deadpool and how how does how does a deadpool have success without without a huge turn in in pro wrestling and I, i i'm not saying this is all due to pro wrestling but kind of this turn to show like you can have the anti-hero you know prevail and in stone cold steve austin in the late 90s yeah i mean it, it's it's something where i think we're gonna do maybe like a little you know maybe a little back and forth every week we'll try and look at the like the most popular things that have you know occurred over over history and kind of see that if you appreciate those um again you'll you'll be able to see something in pro wrestling where it, it follows that that same um you know, building of the hero, building of the villain, um, twists and turns where you're you're you know given opportunities to really appreciate those characters and what their motivations are, and um, kind of see every angle of their storyline and how it develops. Um, and it's something that, for whatever reason, wrestling has just not gotten credit for. But it's it's something that you know you and I are going to be really excited here to kind of move forward as we you know yeah. Um, look at just major, major pieces of entertainment that have um, um, similar storylines, um, similar character trajectories to something you see every week in pro wrestling. Well, I, if if uh, we can keep on theme here too, where we've we've discussed Kane quite a bit here, mm-hmm. um, I, I I have the have the numbers uh, here, and uh, it's. What is it? Over the years, 19 rumbles, 44 eliminations in those rumbles. I mean, the the the, the next guy on the list is 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 12 rumbles, 39 eliminations. Uh, so you, I mean, just just the sheer where we talk about stamina. I mean, how about how about stamina in regards to how long your career goes in this? Um, but then we've got 11 eliminations in 2001, also lasting 53 minutes in the 2001 rumble. Uh, some might argue that Kane has not won a Rumble, but he won the ECW Rumble at WrestleMania 24 and won a Tag Team uh, Royal Rumble uh, 1998 episode of Raw. And as you let me know, he actually has six top four finishes. Uh, so where we try and rate uh, the best Rumble performer of all time, those those are just some of Kane's numbers. But as you were saying... Um, how how these storylines uh, can can be fun to watch. Uh, we can 
we could talk about the storyline of Kane in that 2001 match. Um, it, he comes to the ring having already built his character. Uh, he's he's already a, a scary guy. He's been in, in, in wrestling since uh, 1997's Bad, Bad Blood. Yep. And he's been fighting his, his brother, The Undertaker. Uh, through all those years, he's been tag team partners with, with X-Pac. He's won tag titles. He, he shared the, the WWF championship at the time. Uh, with the Undertaker over that over that run, he doesn't win this Rumble. No. But to us, it's it's one of the performances that we we bring up all the time, and I think I think we want to touch on a couple of these performances just to just to kind of tell that story of like uh, that that uh, I mean. You know, this isn't necessarily his character coming out. And it, it didn't have to be that, uh, but you get to see a guy that that he's earned he's earned this opportunity to look to look dominant, and, and it's like I said, we we bring it up all the time when we try and bring up the best rumbles. I think I think we're both in agreement that if you're gonna watch a Royal Rumble, and you need to get started and see one, don't oh please do not go to like the first three. I, 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 they're hard to watch for me. Uh, as a as a pro wrestling fan, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the headlocks and just the straight up punching. That's well, whew, it's, uh, it's Norfest. Yeah, it's something but, you got to uh, kind of you know learn from your mistakes. Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of like when you watch a TV show and the pilots aren't very good, and you want to say, well, oh, you know, yeah. skip the first episode, kind of hop into the you know second or third. That's when things really get cooking. Yeah, um, it's it's fair to say that they had to to learn, uh, but I, I won't say that they were all bad until two thousand one. But I, we're both in agreement. This is this is the best Royal Rumble. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna give people you know something to start with, I don't think you have to go very far from the the genesis of the Rumble. If you go to nineteen ninety two, I'd say. Um, Watching Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Yep, Rick Flair going from coast to coast, um, and also delivering the promo of a lifetime. Um, you know he <laughs> yep. he uh, wins. His hair's wild. He's sweaty. He's wooing, and he just says, "This is the greatest moment of my life." And by God, I don't know if he was acting. He legitimately looked like the most ecstatic person you've ever seen. Just relieved and excited and just just incredulous like he got through this monumental event if you want something to really give you a, a kick in the pants if you want to just say okay what are these two brothers of discussion what do they really know you want to sit down and just put two hours of your life dedicate to one of these two events either Kane just wrecking uh, people with trash cans and Choke slams in 2001, or if you kind of uh, want to see in, in, in 1992, Ric Flair, kind of having his his big coming out party in WWF at the time. Um, you cannot go wrong watching either of those two events. And and you get to see uh, Kane, one of his famed eliminations. <laughs> it's is a is a wonderful performance. I'll I'll say. I think at the time. He was getting booed, and people were asking, "Why are we watching this?" But right now, I love seeing it. Is Drew Carey? Oh, yeah, in the two thousand one Rumble. Yes, comedian oh Drew Carey was in the two thousand one Royal Rumble. 
Uh, so if you need if you need more evidence of of the uh, the the strength and pop culture of the WWE, <laughs> you just <laughs> you just look look to the carry. They got comedian superstar Drew Carey. <laughs> In his, yep, in his defense, he's at the, he's the, at the peak right. of his powers then when he was doing Whose Line Is It Anyway. Um, he had his Drew Carey TV show. He, he was a pretty big deal. He had a pretty he had a pretty solid run those couple years. Um, I mean, he's turned, yeah. he's turned that into... Uh, I totally forgot what Whose Line Is It Anyway was. That was a big show. Yeah, there. a lot of people loved that I, show. So here's what I thought just happened. I thought you mistook him for Louie Anderson. No. And doing... <laughs> <laughs> What's the game show? What's the game show that Louis Oh, Anderson he did, did? He did Family Feud. Uh, Drew Carey yeah. did uh, Price is Right. Yeah, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've gone off uh, just proving my knowledge of, of uh, American pop culture by forgetting <laughs> what that game show is called and thinking that you made a mistake when it was just me being dumb. Um <laughs> So those, I, those, those are those are those performances where uh, you get to see the just the furthering of 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 a character. You know, like I said with Kane, this is this isn't something where uh, you were you were being introduced to Kane. Now, for some of you, if you're going in and you're watching your first Royal Rumble, and I, I'm telling you, this is this is this is entertaining. You can find it on YouTube right now. You don't even need to get a WWE. Uh, subscription network subscription you can find this on youtube no problem you can find this match 2001 royal rumble it's it's this opportunity to see a guy just uh with the the sheer dominance we know he can perform with i I think this is one of the few instances where they they really let it shine where you talk about um you know where you you want to see you want to see the incredible hulk be the incredible hulk we don't we're not confused as to what his powers are when we see him on screen. Right. We know what's happening. Right. But then when you see him take down, you know, an entire ship of aliens all by himself or, um, well, I guess, yeah, he's done that multiple times. Cause he also did that this, uh, past, uh, fall in, in, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, but you know, you know, you're not shocked by that. You're not like, Oh my God, the, the Hulk can do that. no, but you're still in awe of it happening. You're just like, man, that guy just took down an entire ship by himself. See, <laughs> he jumps off the ship and lands. I mean, that's what you get to see with Kane, where he's taken out multiple guys in, in one, you know, what one match he's taken out three or four guys uh, at a time. Not just not just seeing Drew Carey get flipped over the <laughs> over the top rope. I mean, he's he's actually taking out you know chunks of guys, chunks of guys coming out. <laughs> Well, here's uh, here's something I want to throw out at you too. Um, yeah, because it sounds like you know we're almost doing a swan song for Kane here because he's he's more than likely not going to perform in this year's Royal Rumble. We're talking about his his past Royal Rumble accolades where he didn't win, but just his mere presence in the Rumble um, elevated the entertainment value of it. Yeah, and you know we talked about we you know we touched upon his. Um, which his uh, ability gonna, uh, to put people over uh, because don't don't lose your train of thought but this is exactly the same as people thinking thor wouldn't have that great of a film so what do we do throw in the hulk but go ahead yeah um, but I, I i will say i love that so movie, i did completely lose my train of thought with that comment damn it but really 
So here's my question. Kane, we want people to really get a taste for not just Kane, but the Royal Rumble and what certain characters can do to elevate the entertainment value of that Rumble. And how yeah. Kane um, has done such a, an amazing job of helping to, you know, uh, get over The Undertaker. He's helped get over Rock, Austin. Um, and my question is, you know, with Kane getting to the end of his career, um, I think somebody you could put in the same boat, Big Show, um, where those those yeah. two guys are, are massive people. Um, they don't get to win Rumbles, but because of their presence, they enhance that entertainment value and put over the winner because they take that elimination. Mm-hmm. Who the heck is going to do that once those two guys are both gone? That's one of my hot tag questions. What are you going to do after Kane and Big Show going forward in Royal Rumbles? Who's going to take that big elimination to put people over? Who is that going to be? Well, I wonder if uh, Braun Strowman steps into that into that role. And if again, if you're not familiar, uh, we've brought him up already in the show. But this this is another massive humanity that that does com- uh, complete these feats of strengths. Yeah, we talked about uh, him during his matches. Yeah. Uh, so definitely Braun Strowman. Um, I mean, you've got, you've got taller guys in, uh, Baron Corbin and, and Big Cass who, uh, just for the sake, again, of, of, of explaining, they're, they're, they're tall and lanky, so they're not really going to accomplish the big brute, uh, like, like we're looking for right now. Uh, so that, that's, that's definitely a problem for the WWE because they, they only have, they only have one real option i would say um unless you want to just say being tall makes you heavier and and stronger then that's that's the that's the other way to go with this but they've they've definitely made a turn um if uh just again uh for the sake of our new listeners um this this is something that the wwe's been doing for a few years now is they've been going smaller and going more acrobatic because that's 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 a trend that's i mean they're making a business decision the the trend of 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 where people get their wrestling outside of the wwe is they're looking for more uh athletic acrobatic wrestlers so that that idea of having you know big old fat guy that you need 12 guys to uh to throw out of the ring um you know that 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 is that is going to be something they won't be able to offer if they continue to get these smaller guys. But I, I will ask you a hot tag question in return because I gave you my answers. Uh, it's right now. It's the options are Braun Strowman, uh, or they just have to hope that one of the chubbier guys that are that are short uh, that are in NXT right now can pull it off. You mean like but, a like a Killian Dane or one of the yeah. one of the authors of Pain, one of those guys? Uh, yeah, which which they're still not. They're not tall and they're not they're they're fat but they're that's not why, that's they're why, not monsters you know, i really think kane really is undervalued um because i don't i don't think that guy's on the roster i don't think there is another kane and that might be because the guy's a freaking one-of-a-kind hall of famer um and i and i, I agree with that sentiment but I, I'm, I'm gonna ask you this um mike how how often have you thought that one of those guys this is my hot tag question uh coming right back at you how often have you thought that one of those guys was actually going to win the Rumble? Um, as far as legitimately winning the Rumble, in retro and, and I guess in retrospect, you definitely yeah. see that you know they're they're put in there character wise to help put over the winner. Um, right. But there was definitely instances, depending on who's holding the belt, where you could say, well, 
maybe this is Kane's year. Maybe, well, maybe this is Big Show's year. Um, you know, and that's, there's... I mean, that's, there's, that's legit. There's more years where you'd say, well, maybe Undertaker will win. Um, but I guess, the, the, so the big question is, do you, do you need... You're, I mean, you're 100% right. I, I, obviously, you and I appreciate what Kane's done over the years, and this is this has been this this big Kane episode where we're saying goodbye, and maybe his career goes on for another 10 years. I know what's but, to stop um, him? He hasn't slowed down yet. Right. <laughs> Besides that gut getting bigger and those the politics those are all abs. He's just adding more abs. I don't know what you're. Talking oh, really? About. Just yeah, layers just and layers. Ro- yeah, layers of abs. He's just a casserole of abs. That's. He, that is a beautiful way. I'm going to write that down. A casserole of abs. Um, but, uh, you know, the big question is, does that, do you need that in a Royal Rumble? Do you need to see Viscera come rolling up to the ring and then he's not going to win, but, you know, you're going to need that moment where six guys get together and throw, you know, kind of flop him out of the ring because he still can't jump either. Uh, I, I, I guess... I guess you kind of know where I'm leading in my in my opinion of that. Where I'm I'm okay with that, but is that well, does that lose I, I, does that lose something well, for I, I you on the Royal Rumble? I don't think if you're just saying Viscera, you know, like Big Daddy V. If you're just saying you know somebody back in like Hulk Hogan days, like Earthquake. Um, yeah. Or maybe they're not the you know the greatest wrestlers of all time. They're just large people. Um, but I mean, th- those matches are enhanced by people like like Kane or somebody more like maybe think of like a Vader. Um, yeah, you know who's a legitimate large badass, um, and I guess going forward, you know, if you're gonna have all these athletic guys, kind of, you know, they're all about uh, about two thirty five, you know, about six foot, six foot two, you know, size people. Um, and it's not that we won't be entertained because we know those guys are you know incredible athletes, but. Um, I really think that, you know, in the past, as far as building the mega, mega super duper stars, you know, building up the Triple H's, the Rocks, the Stone Colds, it helped to have those big guys. Uh, How about Hulk Hogan? You know, having him fight Andre the Giant. Um, You know, that definitely helped make him look like a, you know, a just unbelievable superhero. Um, So now you're going to be getting away from maybe necessarily those guys being superheroes and now you're just gonna say they're you know tough fighters um because i can't really see you know this year we've been talking about you know alluding to maybe shinsuke nakamura you know getting that big push and winning the rumble yeah so he's he's not going to be doing something where he's going to have to eliminate you know a seven foot 300 pound guy or you know a big show you're you're right he's and this this is this is probably what he's gonna have to do. He's gonna be taking down the old guard, and I think that's gonna be the the one of the final jobs here as he moves into a movie career is John Cena. So maybe instead of you know worrying so much about um, you know like the the, the like literal the sheer size yeah instead of the size maybe the size of the character. So you're going to have yeah. to topple a John Cena. You're going to have to topple a Triple H, you know, to get over. Um, so maybe they'll start going in that direction. You know, topple the, the old I th- guard. I think they've done a, a great job of, of doing that in the last... Uh, in the la- I mean, I, maybe maybe even the last decade, you know, Triple H has, has been this guy that 
you you beat him and then that and then then you can fight for you know then you can be that superstar then you can can fight for the title every year like now you're legitimate uh you know chris jericho is another one of those guys that comes to mind um i i think it i think it just might be a change to the business um it might be a change to the more we know about uh and i i hate to get kind of i don't know if i want to call it preachy but the more we know about concussions and injuries uh you know you're keeping guys away from the sport um so when you have to be that big brawler are you taking more hits to the head because you're not really going to be flopping around uh off the top rope because you just you you can't do it you physically are unable unable so you're going to be taking more of a pounding uh you know probably to the head uh you know definitely around the hips you know maybe it's just maybe that's that's making the turn as well and and you know the wwe's doing their best to uh to keep the roids away from the wrestlers um you know they they do their own testing and they make that public um so there's there's all these different things that are changing the way we take in every other sport uh so i i I guess i i can i can make the argument that you know it it's not anything where i want to see the end of a cane um but maybe that just maybe that just right there speaks to how great kane has been for the wwe over all these years how great the undertaker's been all these years it's, yeah it, that's know, how unique yeah i think that, you're, that, I think you're that right. is. i think when you talk about the evolution of wrestling i think a good example um if you just want to look at another sport just look at basketball how the priority used to be you know get a big get a big center and build your team around them you know get a right you know get a shack um you know get a tim duncan and now the the game is is so different you know you you almost want you know in basketball five starters who are all about six foot seven to you know six nine um so nobody really short nobody too tall so they're too slow and then you just run and go as athletically as you can um so i think this is another instance too of wwe kind of having their you know their finger on the pulse of you know what is the most entertaining thing and Maybe you're right. Maybe you know when when Kane, you know Undertaker pretty much said goodbye last year at WrestleMania. Um, you know Mark Henry's saying goodbye. Big Show's getting to the end of his career, and it looks like Kane is yeah. winding down. This just looks like it's a new era. This looks like it could be you know the Golden State Warriors era, era, the Milwaukee Bucks era. Um, just these super duper athletes, and you just you just don't have the big beef anymore, and you're still gonna have you know, incredible physical battles because these guys are just in absurdly good shape. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's the end of the, you know, kind of grit and grind, you know, pound it in the paint centers and more about being the most athletic um, superstars. So, yeah, I guess it's again. So, man, we've said, we're saying goodbye to Paige this week. We're saying goodbye to Mark Henry. And, man, we're saying goodbye to maybe the old school, you know, big-time bruiser heavyweight. Yeah, and if if it's if it's not something that they've planned for, and, and this is going to happen uh, on on their their own decision making and their strategies, then it's just going to happen organically, um, just based on what we're seeing, what's popular, 
and uh, you know what what's going to help sell their business. And I think that's that's always been priority number one for Vince and the WWE, which I don't blame them. I'm not saying that in a negative way at all. That's how I would run my business is to ensure that people uh, actually wanted to watch it and that it was good and that it was making money. Yeah, I, I uh. think the only difference is that basketball kind of got away from that, um, you know, large center because um, it just wasn't as effective of a way to succeed where in pro wrestling, I think it still has a pretty huge entertainment value to have, you know, the Dave, classic David and Goliath battle. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's just, it's kind of weird. I think that in wrestling, it still has its place, you know, to have the large guy. I think we're, we're going to be asking more of that large person to be more athletic. Um, and that's how we were kind of spoiled with Kane, because WWE has seen tons and tons of large people come in. Um, and only a couple have really stood the test of time. And, you know, if this is Kane's swan song, we're saying goodbye to, you know, one of the best to ever lace him up. Mm. Poor Kane. Yeah, he's had a heck of a career. I know he's, he's a smart guy. He's getting into politics now. Um, or Glenn Jacobs. But I don't know. Uh, this this really gets me excited to watch the Rumble to kind of, you know, pay tribute to this guy who's, you know, given, you know, over 20 years of his life, you know, doing this for us. Um, but we're, yeah, we're no, up I, over I, an hour now. I just, is there anything else we should kind of touch upon this week? Um, any any final Any final thoughts? Um, final thought. Um, my final thought is, uh, I, I was going to say, ironically, it's, uh, you know, we're at, we want everybody to, to check out the Rumble. Uh, again, favorite match, uh, of the year for me every year. Um, but ironically, Kane won't even be in the Rumble. He'll be, he'll be fighting, uh, Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. Um, everybody around the universe is able to throw their hat in the ring for this match. Um, just so you know, if you're listening uh, from abroad, um, outside of uh, the planet. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's, I, uh, I'll say um, this will be a plug going forward. Uh, that we, we do appreciate anybody that uh, I'm, I'm going to attempt here to get... Uh, to get some listeners from outside of the hardcore wrestling community. Again, a, a plug to, uh, I guess I'll be honest, please love the thing that I love, and I'm going to compare it to things that you love, and then, uh, you know, hopefully you'll keep listening. But going into next week, we want to go uh, even deeper into the explanation of what makes the Royal Rumble so great. And uh, comparing it, again, uh, I, I think we'll, we'll make some, some parallels between popular storylines that are in in pop culture if you want to talk star wars you want to talk marvel you want to talk shitty old dc uh and then we can we can line it up with what's going on in the wwe and and not you know it it, it's it's not necessarily to say well you know you like this so you should like this it's just to say that there's more out there than just you know, half-naked dudes punching each other, and they're all greased up in the middle of the ring. Which is awesome, which, by ooh, the way. Doggies. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, who doesn't love that? Getting all worked up here. <laughs> um, but it, it's just to say there's more There's more to it. There's there's story here. Give You know, give it a shot. Have some fun. Play a drinking game. Yeah. Watch that Royal Rumble. I'm excited Mike, for the your Rumble. Final thought? I'm excited for the Rumble. I'm excited for the next episodes of uh, Brothers of Discussion. We got a lot of entertainment that we're gonna try and kind of, kind of pull you over and show you the light, if you will, of pro wrestling. 
But, uh... This has been another exciting week of Brothers of Discussion. Of Discussion. And before we take you out, last thing is Matt will let you know the relevant details to get a hold of us. Oh, right. We didn't do that at the beginning of the show. Uh, subscribe to us uh, on iTunes or SoundCloud. Um, if you are a new listener, please let us know uh, how we did. Give us uh, give us the old review, the review of Rooney, uh, so that uh, we can, we can kind of make our way up on the... Uh, on the rankings here uh, on iTunes and then uh, find us on Twitter at uh, I almost said my other Twitter handle uh, at BOD podcast and you can also find us on Facebook you can find us the same exact way if you search for at BOD podcast come over say hi uh, continue the discussion that we're having vote on any polls we're throwing out there uh, and uh, you know, share it with your friends. If if you're having a good time, we want to be we, we want to be something special. So let us know what we can do uh, to uh, to make our our show better, and uh, you know, help help continue the conversation. And and we appreciate it, and we love you. All right, Matt, always a pleasure. I will see you next week and give you uh, one of my favorite sound effects. Come on! Ooh! Ah. All right. Thanks, Mike. Bye.